Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. Welcome to the podcast, New Light Theater Project. Their world premiere production of Liza Birkenmeyer's The Hollower is currently running at the Access Theater. I sat down with some of the creative team after a recent performance. Take a listen. So, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I have with me, just say what your name is and what you did on the show. My name is Tony Filippo. I was the character Missy, and I was the technical director for the show. Hi, my name is Raina DeCourcy. I played Bit. Hi, my name is Samuel M. I played Wilkin Rush George III. I'm Christy Dodson. I played the director. Hi, I'm Micah Gary, and I'm one of the producers with New Light Theater Project. All right, and who wants to tell me what the show is and uh, how the heck this came to uh, New Light Theater? Uh, everyone points to the director. Yes. As, the, as a fellow director, I know what that's like. Yes. Yeah. So um, I've been well. I've been working on the show for about three years now. So is Raina. Um, well, I mean, you know. Um, you said the name of the show yet. Oh, I haven't said it yet. The Hollower. The Hollower by yeah. Liza Birkenmeyer, right. who's very upset she couldn't be here because it's like her ultimate, ultimate dream to be on the podcast. Uh, and you, listeners, Wait. you should come to see the show. She she definitely listens to podcasts. Yes, um, and, and dreams about them and, yes, wants to be on one very badly. Um, so, yeah. So, so um, I got a residency for um, Lincoln Center Director's Lab where six of us were chosen from a previous director's lab to develop a new work. And this was the one that um, that I read of Liza's that I was like, this one for sure. I was reading a bunch of plays and I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to develop this one. It was a very different play at that time. Um, but even in its first draft that I first got, it was an incredibly different play. So it's come a very long way. I mean, Missy wasn't even a character. Um, at that time, there was other characters that got cut. So um, I pitched it to New Lights to um, produce it after we went through the three-week rehearsal process at Lincoln. Center, um, which was fantastic, and uh, Raina played a bit in that version as well, and um, and I was like, oh my gosh, please take a risk on this wild and crazy thing that's still not done, but oh my gosh, I <laughs> promise it's gonna be great. <clears throat> and they said how, yes. How would you describe the show? This is um, I wouldn't even know how to describe the show, and I just saw it. So what is your um, and I mean that in, the, in a good way. Um, so how would you? Pitch this to someone. When you, when you went to New Light, uh, if you ran into Michael in an elevator and you said, like, hey, I, I want to do this show, how do you describe it? How I described it to New Lights was I have an amazing play that I'm really excited about that is a haunt comedy about how misogyny is passed down by women. Wow, that's an, okay. That's an that's an intense way to describe it. Yes, it's right. hilarious, and they were like, "That sounds like the strangest bad pitch ever." Well, but I have a great smile. It's it, well, <laughs> never hurts, right? Uh, I've got this radio voice. What do you think around this podcast? So no, I guess, so I get you. So uh, it's it's um it's slightly absurd. Uh, no. It's not slightly absurd. It's incredibly absurd. So. Um, what what is that like to develop this? I mean, because this is one of those things that I feel like maybe um, producers and directors, when they're they're given a new script and it's incredibly absurd on the page, it can be very easy to just say, "Well, what the hell? No, what, what kind of you know what what psilocybin has this person been taking?" And they just throw it off to the side um, and maybe miss the, the the kernels of genius and, and brilliance that are in. You know, like you said, there, there's a lot going on in yeah. this show. So, how do you, as a director, how did, uh, and how do you, as a cast, um, find those things and and not miss 
the the brilliant kernels of truth in in plays that could be easily uh, you know glossed over with uh, well there's a pig man um, what how do you find that um, I mean I uh... I mean, as a director, I work on new work, so I enjoy working with living playwrights. So I, when I read a script, I know that it's all about seeds of thought and seeds of ideas. Um, and so those are the things that excite me about the piece, um, because I know it'll come however far it comes. Eliza happens to be a playwright that rewrites quite extensively and very quickly. Um, not all playwrights are that way. Um, and, uh, so for me, I mean, the hollower got me right from, from, from the get. I mean, um, for me, Otto, Otto's journey hit me very personally. Um, for me, the big seed line of the show, and I never memorize anything, so it's awful. Mm -hmm. Um, but the seed line of the show for me that really grabbed me was, um, love is a little bit like depression. Um, and essentially until it leaves you, you, you never, until it's gone, you never really remember that you could feel so much. And that struck me really intensely. Um, and, and the idea of two women leads, um, Bit's character is, um, I mean, for me, undeniably lovable. I mean, how can you not? And it was just heartbreaking for me to like see a woman that didn't know how to communicate with this young, vivacious, you know, 16-year-old. Bit is one of those characters that I'm like, I, I don't know that I've seen a teen girl written better. Uh, and you See, and that's not, that's not weird. It, Bit is not weird. Like, I know a lot of kids, like, I teach kids like that. And you're like, oh, you're, you're wearing a new thing. To, what's the new trend today? Okay, that's what we're dealing with today, you know? Uh, you've been with the show uh, for a long while, it seems, and, and y'all have are a relatively new to this or like you this is your first version of the show yeah. yeah awesome so like talk to me a little bit about like again like there's it, it as true to life as a character like bit is and and also your character uh george but i get that's your last name i george oh, wilkin. wilkin yeah yeah um I, that's one of my favorite lines of the show his name's backwards um so uh and these are very real teenage characters um Missy something else entirely. Yeah. <laughs> um, talk to me about your journey of like getting into this. Well, for me, as playing Missy, I um, uh, when you come see the show, you'll see that I through the most of the play, through ninety eight percent of the play, I'm wearing uh, a mouth guard and sunglasses and a face mask, and you can't see me, and you can't know, you don't know my opinion about anything, you don't know how I'm feeling, you don't know how anything's affecting me, but I really had related to that so much because um, of the whole misogyny thing. Like, I am a technical director, so I'm constantly surrounded by, um, and technical directors build the sets and are carpenters, so I'm constantly surrounded by men who, one, don't believe that this five foot three small young woman can put up anything, and two, don't want to hear that I might know a little bit more, or anything like that. So I have have a lot of experience of just following a man blindly and just doing what he's telling me to do because that's the job and that's how I get to the next job. So I completely, and I didn't think Missy was strange at all. I think it's, it's an interesting way to show that someone shouldn't speak and shouldn't have an opinion about something, but I completely related and I was like, yeah, totally, yep, yep, yep. 
and she has two lines and it's just mm-hmm. saying like I'm doing this because I need the next job I'm taking this shit now because I have to and I think that's something that like I've experienced a lot yeah I think I felt a similar like degree of personal connection to my character in that like <laughs> uh, I remember being an art school snob and <laughs> like my behavior at the time was well-intentioned but I can see you know especially through the context of this piece uh, how problematic a lot of the assumptions that are made by uh, like my character I don't know, like how, how it helps contribute to the systemic problem that's going on Even, like no matter how uh, well-intentioned the individual may be in that moment um, I don't know, it was, it was a lot of fun and like very, uh, <laughs> it was like kind of an existential quandary too, because like, it was like trying to grapple with how, like, in the doing of the thing, I don't feel like I'm uh, the harbinger of misogyny, of like misogyny to come, but like, it definitely <laughs> is that. And it was like kind of, uh, it was, yeah, it was an interesting struggle to like have that knowledge and also try to play it as, Sincerely as I could, and I say that in the past tense, but we're, we're still going. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my experience. Well, I think I think all the characters in the play harbor misogyny. I think that's mm-hmm. that's. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. We, we do see that fl- that script get <clears throat> flipped onto you yeah. uh, later on in the in the play. Um, can you can you tell me a little bit about the journey of bit from where this started to what we had what we see now? Um, yeah, well, I participated in the workshop at Lincoln Center, and the way I would characterize that experience was that there's something about the text, and I think something about the kind of room that Christy runs was a combination that it just felt like I could follow my nose. Somehow it just seemed... It just, somehow I just felt very clicked. I just felt like it clicked for me. <laughs> and it seemed kind of easy. <laughs> and did Which is a weird thing to say because it's also one of the hardest plays I've ever done. <laughs> and I feel like I've worked really hard. And every night it's like, oh my God, this play is so hard. But then again, I think the text is so brilliant. And this has been such a supportive and um, creative and inspiring process that it's this weird combination of being the most challenging thing I've ever done and it being like a you know, like rolling down a hill. Did your work in that initial workshop lead to changes in the character that have become, that, that you've brought into the character of Bit, do you feel? What are oh, you doing? Um, <laughs> there's a backstory, obviously, because everyone's laughing. <clears throat> well, essentially, um, Bit became Reina. Like, it was written, like, it became a real issue because Liza and Reina, like, just feed off of one another. And so if Reina does anything, anything, really, Liza will write it for and her. And all of a sudden it becomes big. And I have to say, I have to censor it. Um, the, the, the first song... Um, Citizen Kane with uh, penis puppets was something that you wrote that, that you improved during was Lincoln Citizen Center. Mine? Yeah. Which one did you start with? 
I don't know. Um, but but we had her roll with, a, there was a number of just like plugs, like what would Bit like say in, in this moment? And Raina would just roll with them on every one of them. And 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 we would just crack up. And like uh, the um, the first song of the play is 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 Raina written. Yeah, I was about to say, singing the lines, was that a Raina choice or is that a playwright <laughs> choice? No, that's in the script. It's in the it script. Oh, okay. It's in the script, but it was a Raina choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is now all Bit's choices gotcha. that any other actors would have to sing that song as well. It's, yeah. the, the songs are delightful. <clears throat> yeah. um, I'm gonna, I told you, I warned you, I would like force you into this conversation, Michael. Uh, so I, I would like to know like a little bit more about like New Lights and like how y'all, you know, you, you found Christy and you found the play or she found you and brought you the play. Uh, talk to me a little bit about like what this show is for y'all and what the, kind of the mission of the company is. Cool. Well, yeah, one of the main um, pillars of New Light is to serve a a resident company of artists and artists, uh, designers, playwrights, directors, actors. And so a lot of the work that we do, it's a little bit of blind faith. Um, it's our resident artists like Christy, Tony Anna. Ah, okay, so y'all are resident, ah, your company members, there mm -hmm. it is. All so right. we do have two company members uh, involved with this show and like Christy was saying when she pitches something to us, she's not just Christy pitching a show, it's it's an ensemble member and an artist that we are dedicated to, that we want to serve, uh, that we're trying to support. Uh, most of the work we do are new works, uh, reinterpreting classics, something, you know, most of the shows we do take place downtown. Uh, so it felt like this was the right Fit. And it was a little bit out of our comfort zone too. It's certainly why so. It's it's a play I think that pushes form. It pushes some traditional aspects of theater. Um, I think it's probably one of the more challenging plays New Light has done mm -hmm. in the past recent years. Uh, but it was serving an amazing company of artists with it. So it's been really rewarding. Well, yeah, it's lovely work. It was really fun to watch. Um, the show is The Hollower. We are at the Access Theater. And y'all run through when? Next weekend. Next Saturday, June 9th. June 9th. Tickets and more information can be found at? NewLightTheaterProject.com. That's theater with an E-R. Thanks for saying it so I didn't have to ask it. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Great work. Thank you. Thank you, Christy, Mike, Raina, Samuel, and Tony Ann for hanging out after the show to chat. And Liza, hopefully you're available for the next episode. You can catch The Hollower at Access Theater, 380 Broadway in Manhattan, through June 9th, 2018. Head to newlighttheaterproject.com, that's theater with an E-R, for a link to tickets and more information. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. My name is Robert Gagno. You can find me on the internet at robertgagno.com. Until next time, go see a show. Done. Oh. Done. Oh, <laughs> Thank you all for doing this. It's great.